Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Parenting Daily, Episode 24, Raising Healthy Children, Changing Me Changes My Children, and Raising Strong Healthy Daughters, both by Lisa Merlo Booth of lisamerlobooth.com. Hello, everybody, and thanks so much for joining today. I am Greg Audino, your host and narrator. Double trouble today. That's right. Today, I'll be narrating two parenting posts, both by Lisa Merlo Booth. There's a lot of nuance in each post, but I think you'll find that the the one theme today is why it's crucial for you to model good actions and behaviors for your kids, which we really can't talk about enough. That's why there's two posts instead of one. (laughs) So let's learn more from Lisa and start optimizing your life. Raising Healthy Children, Changing Me, Changes My Children by Lisa Merlo Booth of lisamerlobooth.com. I never realized how much my emotional health would impact my children, until I had them. I used to think that setting good limits and providing guidance, love, and nurturance would be enough. I'm realizing that it's a good start, but it's not enough. You see, I can't raise healthy children unless I'm healthy. I can say all the right things, read the right books, watch the right shows, etc. However, I can't bring my children farther along than I am myself. I've become aware of this after watching my children's behavior around the issue of competition. You see, I've been competitive my whole life. My husband and I laugh at this because I can be competitive about the silliest things, like who touches the other person last or who gets home faster. I can also be competitive about more typical things, such as who wins the tennis, soccer, or board game. When I was younger, I had to be everybody's best friend. As I got older, I had to be every client's best therapist. I wanted to be every boyfriend's most special girlfriend and my husband's only true love. Ick, I am not proud of it, just aware of it. When I had children, I swore they were not going to be too competitive. I was conscious of saying all the right things. It's not about winning, it's about having fun. Don't worry if you're not the best, just do your best. Then one day I saw it. There was my son being so competitive and comparing everything to the best or the most popular or you name it. I was dumbfounded. How did this happen? From our culture, I thought. Then I realized it wasn't just our culture. There was also me. I began to listen to myself speaking to him and my daughter about non-competitive things. For example, I'd ask them who their favorite teacher was, or their best friend, or their favorite subject. I couldn't ask a question, it seemed, without putting a qualifier on it. I couldn't keep competition out of my home because this was my blind spot. My edge is competition. I want to be the best across the board because to be less than that 
well, is to be less. Of course, I know this isn't true intellectually, but in those moments when I'm being triggered, I'm not so sure that being okay is good enough. As I continue to gain internal strength and confidence in myself rather than in what I do, my children gain a similar strength, and it is almost as though I can read my progress through them. This is not to say that I am responsible for everything they do. It is saying, however, that it is more important we work on our own edges, because if we don't, they are likely to become our children's edges too. Challenge. Be courageous enough to work your issues. Do you see them being played out in your children? If so, get conscious about your role and pay attention to the subtle ways you are passing it on. Commit to work this edge in yourself and then watch the changes in your children. Raising Strong Healthy Daughters by Lisa Merlot Booth of lisamerlobooth.com It's important for every parent to realize that, first and foremost, children live what they know, and they know what they live. This principle means that the best way to raise a healthy daughter is to be healthy yourself. She's watching the adults in her life. She's paying attention to how her parents speak, treat, and relate to one another. What she sees in her parents' marriage is what she's likely to repeat in her own. What our actions are teaching our daughters. Number one, poor self-esteem. If we struggle to hold ourselves in warm regard, we teach our daughters to do the same. A daughter will watch our insecurity and model it herself. She's likely to struggle with feeling worthy and will make a lot of decisions based on what will get her liked rather than what's the right thing to do. The best gift we can do is strengthen our own sense of self-worth so she can grow hers. Number two, harsh, abusive, or disrespectful talk in the home. If parents speak disrespectfully, abusively, or harshly to one another, they teach their daughter that this is the norm in romantic relationships. If the family is harsh in general, she is learning that harshness is a part of all relationships. She is likely to grow up to become harsh herself or be in relationships with someone who will treat her harshly. The harshness will feel similar, just like a pair of comfy, ripped-up jeans. Number three, negative self-talk. When we walk around the house calling ourselves fat, dumb, absent-minded, etc., we teach our daughters to do the same. She will learn to focus on her flaws rather than her strengths. A steady focus on flaws keeps you down and hurts your ability to hold yourself in warm regard. Number four, control. If you micromanage everyone in your home and insist they do things your way, you are sifting your child's ability to think for herself or himself. In the long run, the child will learn to control or be controlled, neither of which bodes well for healthy relationships. Number five, be present. Our presence, emotionally and physically, sends the message that our children are worthy of our time. When children feel worthy, they make sure others treat them as such. Absent fathers, in particular, leave girls hungry for love. When girls are hungry for love, they take whatever they can get from males. They're constantly in search for the love they didn't get from their dads. Fathers, step up and be present. The consequences are too great if you don't. Number six. Mothers, learn to say no. Mothers need to model how to set limits and stand up for themselves with their husbands and the world. When we stand up for ourselves, we give our daughters the ability to stand up for themselves. If we are constantly over-accommodating, placating, and walking on eggshells, we deprive our daughters of a vital lesson in life. Stand up and practice good self-care. In general, if you want to raise strong, healthy daughters who create strong, healthy relationships, 
then you need to model what you want her to master. Get yourself strong and healthy. Don't accept poor treatment unless you want her to do the same. Don't be angry and harsh toward her or the world unless you want her to be angry and harsh. Lead by example and give your daughter the best jump start possible for healthy relationships. Challenge. Look at the list just shared with you. Find the areas you need to work on and commit to working those areas. Stop the negative self-talk. Practice healthy self-esteem. Stop controlling. Be present and model what you want your daughter to master. You just listened to the posts titled Raising Healthy Children, Changing Me, Changes My Children, and Raising Strong Healthy Daughters, both by Lisa Merlot Booth of lisamerlobooth.com. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And thanks so much to Lisa for sharing a couple of dandies today. Now, I think one thing that's reflected so often in our posts here on OPD, as well as all of the parenting posts we've shared over the years on Optimal Relationships Daily, is just how much energy devotion, and grit it does require to be a parent. And when we're considering whether or not we're ready to take on the parenting journey, you know, we often consider things like finances and satisfaction in our own lives or maybe a stable partner. But what we tend to disregard is the constant monitoring that's asked of us as parents and how that stands to change our daily behaviors, our mindset, really everything. It's a big identity shift. And to me, it seems like being mindful of that and sitting with that is as important an element of preparing for parenthood as anything else would be. All right, that's going to do it for this one, folks. Thanks, as always, for joining, and thanks to Lisa for letting us share not one but two. Time to get out of here for now, but you know I'll be back again tomorrow with more content, so stay tuned for that, where your optimal life awaits.